Hey, hey, welcome to the Impossible Things Before Breakfast podcast. It's your host, Kara Nava. And Scott Nava. We are photographers and business partners. We just so happen to be married and have managed not to kill each other. We offer multimedia solutions to our diverse and discerning clientele, from celebrity weddings to commercial shoots. On this business and self-improvement podcast, we will discuss everything from business, lifestyle, travel, to wellness. And we'll be talking about some random stuff, too, because we're kind of random sometimes. Everyone wants to live their best life, and we will be here to offer resources weekly for you to take the first steps toward what seems impossible on the Impossible Things Before Before Breakfast breakfast podcast. Today, I am very excited, but a little bit nervous, if I must be perfectly honest, about releasing this episode simply because it was my very first interview that I recorded. And it is with a friend and colleague, Akeshi Akinshea. She is a highly sought after celebrity event planner and designer for Kesh Events. She is an author, speaker, and educator for Creatives Corner, an online coaching and education platform for luxury event and wedding professionals. Akeshi's work has been widely published in media such as Inside Weddings, Munaluchi Weddings, ESPN, The Knot, and so many more. In this episode, we are talking about how planners and photographers can work effectively together to create a cohesive client experience. I am so delighted to present this episode with this talented lady. Take a listen. All right. Hi, Akeshi. I'm so pumped to have you on my very first interview. Um, I must just start off and say that I have such an appreciation for you and consider you a mentor. And you've got this true entrepreneurial spirit. And, (laughs) you know, I just, it's just been amazing watching how you've grown your brands from Cash Events to the Cash Experience, now your Creatives Corner. And I'm just really excited to explore the topic of how a planner and photographer can collaborate and work together to achieve the same goal of creating the best client experience. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm, thank you so much for having me. I feel so honored and I feel the exact same about you and you inspire me every day. And you guys have been super supportive from the very beginning of, you know, when I was like this shy little girl (laughs) (laughs) trying to figure it out. Yeah. So I really, really appreciate it. All grown up. (laughs) All grown up. (laughs) So just going to kind of explore weddings. I know we, you know, we work together on editorial shoots and, and events and sort of the, and weddings, the whole gamut. So um, right now I'm just going to talk a little bit about how, you know, the wedding planner and the event designer come in. They've been working with the client from the tippy top of the planning process, from dress shopping to working with the parents to, you know, selecting the design scape and linens and, you know, when the cake will be cut, you're queuing room flips, transportation, confetti Mm -hmm. drop, and you've discussed, you know, how they envision the flow and the feel of the day. Then in comes all the vendors. And in particular, the photographer has all their creative stuff and they're moving things (laughs) around. They're directing portraits and their artistic vision and know that, you know, that's what I'm doing is like, you know, focusing on all that stuff. 
you know, you may have a videographer coming in and they've had their vision. They're making a cinematic movie. And then the client has a vision for a photo they've dreamt of since they were little and they saw it on Instagram. They have to have it. Then the bridesmaids are trying to make a TikTok video. How do you keep it all together on wedding day? Oh boy. (laughs) You know what it is? I mean, it's, um, I don't know how um, explicit I can get on the podcast, but let it all hang out. (laughs) It's a, it's, you know what, production is a shit show, right? It's more, it's like left things are, I mean, nothing sounds, you're hearing glass here, people are loading in, people are running late and you have a timeline, which is beautiful. And then there's reality, which is like, you have to adjust, right? So it's our, our timeline for us is more like a framework or a starting point. But then the reality is that real life you can't really plan that because things happen, things change, right? Okay. So one, let's say the brides are not ready, that changes everything for us. Mm-hmm. So I think the key thing is to lower your expectation of like, don't be so rigid until like, but the cake has to be cut at eight. So nothing, mm-hmm. can, you have to be flexible, one. And I think like communication and meeting people um, in the middle, because yes, I'm, I want everything to go perfectly, but so does, so does a photographer, right? Mm-hmm. So it's about meeting people halfway and doing so respectfully because the end game is that we make a, our clients happy, mm-hmm. right? So we kind of, you know, I'm very flexible to just, I just, I expect the worst to happen first of all. <laughs> and then when it does, I, I, I fix it, you know, and but we fix it together. So like, when I'm working with someone, they're not gonna, like, you're not going to find out from someone else that we've moved something. I'm going to tell you, or my team will tell you because we're in it together and we have to work together as a team or we fall apart. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, I know we've experienced that together where, you know, oh boy. Oh, just yes. so much that could, could happen with, <laughs> you know, oh, we're going to have the ceremony outdoors and, you know, it's going to rain. And then, oh, it doesn't seem like it's going to rain. And then it, you know, and then it does. And it's like, you know, you have to make those final calls. And, you know, I know there's so much pressure involved because absolutely. And if it's like, it doesn't rain then they're like, I could have had my ceremony outdoors. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, sorry, we moved it in. (laughs) Uh Exactly. And, you know, you have to, you have to make that call for them. So, you know, my hat goes off to you for, you know, essentially being the spokesperson, I think of the day, Mm. you know, you're the one that has to go to them. If there's, you know, something that we're fixing behind the curtain, you just never know what sort of production issue could happen. Or, you know, maybe there's an accident that's near the venue and there's some sort of issue with the transportation getting back. You just, you just never know. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, I think to just understanding what you're going into, you have to go in on like, just with the notion that, stuff is going to happen you know you need thick skin this is not a business for the faint of heart so you need to be you know you need to be strong and you need to be in it like you need to be ready to be a leader where you have to guide your team when things change and things go wrong Mm -hmm. and then you can't freak your clients out because they're looking at your face because they kind of know you at this point they've been with you a year they know your facial expression so I have to be like hey you're (laughs) so pretty and then I'm like holy crap we gotta fix this but we, we deal with that as a as a team and then the goal is to protect our clients to make sure they're happy and give them the best 
that we can give them based on what's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And what would you say, I mean, is there um, some sort of like mantra that, you know, you use just going into the day or some sort of, um, you know, way to get your mindset in the right mm-hmm. place before you go, <laughs> go. Oh in. yeah. And like, we always start with like, today's going to be a good day, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm like, it's, there's a blizzard. And I'm like, today's going to be, today's going to be a great day. Got this. You know, but then also we also going like, there's no option. There's no other option, but success in the end. So like mm-hmm. everything has to be figured out. There's no problem that we cannot solve. So under any circumstance, are we thinking, well, if it rains, we're just going to go to the bride and ask her what she wants or the groom. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're in like, like we're in like, you know, we're ready for the worst. And we're also in a mindset of like, we're going to figure this out because I go, we go with, you go, we go to our clients with solutions versus problems. That's what we're getting paid for. Exactly. So I always go in with that mindset of like, I'm, I have, plan a b c d e f g and then the client probably gets z version mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we've combed through we've solved all the problems we've tweaked it and we're all in this in agreement so that's that's usually my mindset i'm like ready for war yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah ready for anything mm-hmm. well you know and that and that helps you know us too as you know creative professionals. i mean we're all creative professionals but you know, you know, we're working with a couple and, you know, we, we're having different conversations. Sometimes we're all together or if, you know, like, I know, like we've worked together a lot of times we've, you know, done site visits together and had conversations, you know, mm-hmm. and then sometimes, you know, Scott and I joke that we say sometimes weddings are almost, you know, like a circus because, you know, we're all, <laughs> we're all different vendors, but we're all kind of like rotating under our different like circus tent, you know, each yeah. and, and, you know, we don't always have the opportunity to sort of, you know, connect beforehand. You know, we generally try to connect with, you know, the the planner beforehand just to have a good idea of obviously the flow and just, you know, communicating, you know, what the client has communicated to us. Yeah. Because um, it's really important, I think, for things to be in sync because, you know, if the, if, <laughs> if the planner doesn't know that, you know, the couple gave, um, the photographer, you know, a, a four page list of family photos and different, mm. you know, things that they want, you know, it's, they may, you know, not understand like, okay, well, why, you know, why is the schedule going over or, you know, yeah. it's tough. Like, you know, when we, um, you know, like we get a schedule and we're just like, oh, okay. You know, well, there's no time to get these shots during this time or, you know, the sun setting at this time and they wanted shots during the goal, you know, and so it's definitely, you know, a relationship and a a sort of artful dance, I would say, that you know, we have to have, you know, on any given event day. Yeah. And I I think too, just communicating with each other prior, because we can kind of predict maybe what a client wants um, months before. So you Mm -hmm. can... From you having a few meetings and we've had several meetings with them you're like okay she's very particular about or he they're both they're particular about their you know portrait so we're, mm-hmm. we're we're planning together so it's never like a planning team you know plan we're, we're letting everybody know like for things that pertains to them especially photography like she keeps saying or they keep saying they want this so we're gonna let you guys know 
way ahead of time. So like we're all planning together. So mm-hmm. event day is more like, yep, yeah, we we were ready for this. Remember we talked about this and we we saw this coming, right? But if there's no communication um, where you feel like, well, this is my wedding and you know, everybody else just has to do what we say, mm-hmm. it's gonna end up in a disaster because there's no, you know, just join it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a collective thing. No, nobody's more important than the other person. Everyone has a vital role to play. And, you know, I go in, my team, we go in treating everybody as like, you're, everybody's important down mm-hmm. to the cake or whatever it is, right? You're, you're vital because if I don't have you, this puzzle is not complete. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we work together as a, as a team. And that's something we, we definitely value. Um, you know, like I mentioned before, it's like, you know, you are this, this spokesperson and also sort of like the ringleader <laughs> throughout mm-hmm. the day, just, you know, making up time, you know, when you have to, you know, there's a, you know, obviously, you know, like as you mentioned before, you know, we want to make sure that the client is having a good experience because, right. you know, something may, re- you just never know. I mean, you know, something could go wrong with a, a button, a dress or, or, or whatever. And you don't want them to not feel good and, you know, mm-hmm. be rushing, you know, because, oh, we have to keep, you know, to the timeline. So I feel like it's such a delicate balance of, you know, keeping things on, you know, on point, so to speak, but also making sure that they are having a good time. And yeah. it's, and it's helpful to us you know, oftentimes to have that conversation with, you know, the planner coordinator beforehand to sort of understand the family dynamic, because we may be, you know, oftentimes, you know, the couples will tell us, you know, mm-hmm. like, Hey, you know, just going to give you a heads up. You know, my, <laughs> my mm-hmm. uncle is a, you know, aspiring photographer and, you know, I don't want to hurt his feelings, but if it, comes a problem <laughs> you know like they'll let us know about stuff like that but then sometimes yeah. there are other nuances of the family that you know they may just forget to tell us or they think Absolutely. they've told us and mm-hmm. so you know oftentimes there have been you know I've talked to you and or someone from your team and they're like oh you know just want to let you know you know yeah. that why I mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly exactly you know because we you know we want to make sure that you know we're you know, every family is different and, you know, there's so many things that go on that, you know, there may be a situation where it's like, you know, people aren't getting along. We don't want to put them together for photos or, you know, or maybe the, the, um, you know, they're like step siblings that we need to be mindful of like incorporating and making them feel special or, or whatever the situ- situation may be. And, yeah. you know, a lot of times I feel like, you know, when you are doing, you know, your full event planning, like you, you know, so much about, <laughs> about mm-hmm. them. <laughs> yeah, we do. And I, you know, we, just to your point, we make sure like, well, like just FYI, mom and dad <laughs> get along. So, and then we kind of, so again, we work together as a team. It doesn't work if you keep all that information to yourself because to be to be honest, you're not helping, you know, your creative partners because we, you know, just like you, if you heard something, you're like, Kashi, just FYI, mm-hmm. we were in a meeting and they said something I just thought you should know. And you guys would do that for me. And so we, we have to be able to do that for each other so we can better prepare, mm-hmm. you know, or, and then in, so that way the end result which we all want, like, you know, we want beautiful photos. We want happy photos. We want the clients to be happy, but it's not going to happen if we keep information to ourselves. So I'm like, 
I should tell you, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, this is happening and it only helps with the, the flow of the day, but also the end result. Right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, you know, and I think, you know, with your, your brand in particular and business in particular, um, you know, you're, you're doing the consulting, you're doing the planning, you're also doing the execution of the design. Mm-hmm. So, um, how do you, how do you change hats on that? Do you feel like it's, it's sort of, you know, a seamless sort of, um, transition for, or is it just something that's sort of like, you know, they're all sort of, you know, like wheels sort of going at once. It's seamless now. Like we, we just have a system, um, in, within the company and I set expectations early with the client. So I, you know, I let mm-hmm. them know that when you book me, Yes, we're planning a design team and clients actually prefer that with me. Mm-hmm. They're like, we want you to guys to just handle everything. We've heard great things on the planning side. We've heard great, great things on the design side. So they want both. They want the execution. Mm-hmm. They want the beauty. Um, and I tell them, I oversee everything. I work with my team. However, you're going to have two, you know, lead planners with you day of. One person is with the bride. One person is with the groom and the, you know, groomsmen. And then I'm overseeing the production on the decor side. What I, you know, I would tell them, you're going to see me in the morning. So I will show up in the morning with, to the, the bride's room mostly with like a glass of champagne. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I like to be there when they see their bouquets. Um, and then I let them know like, hey, I have to head back to the venue. You're in good hands. How's it going? I, you know, check on everyone. They see me. So they're not mm-hmm. like, I haven't seen you all day. It makes so, such a difference. I, yeah. You just, it, it, it sets the tone. It gives them a, a level of confidence. Mm-hmm. I think that they probably wouldn't have otherwise. For um, sure. You just know. a level of assurance. Like the, and they see you, they see that you're, they know you're on the go, but you stop by, you, you start the day with love. And I tell them, you look absolutely gorgeous. You know, my team here is at, at this point, they, so what I do also is they know who's in, who's with them prior. It's not like event wedding day. You're like, who is this person? This person. So that relationship, I involve my team in my process. So when they see us, they're like, oh, the families, the gang is here. It's not yeah. like, where's, <laughs> otherwise you're going to get like, where's a cashy? Because like, who are you? So gradually I ease into, I ease my team into the process. And then we're all working together collectively. They respect that process. And then they trust us all. So it doesn't matter who's with them. They're comfortable but I make it a point to show up and just give them a hug and make sure I come in and I'm like, what's going on? And yeah. I'm like, crank the music and it just changes the vibe a little bit. And then I'm like, I got to go make your ceremony beautiful. You're Sometimes I just want somebody to come in and like, almost like tell them what to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. And as much as the team is handling that, the, you know, the initial trust, initial inquiry came from, oh, I want you. It came from me. And that's a part of my brand that I would never let go of because it's a, there's a personal side to that. So I make sure they still have that while they have an amazing team with them as well. And then um, they know like, I'm going to go, you know, have to go make your ceremony beautiful. Everything is coming together beautifully. I can't wait for you to see it. And then they're excited. So you, you kind of help, you have to help to start their day well even if it's mm-hmm. not going well, you know, mm-hmm. and then they, they're like, Oh my God, I'm so excited. And then all the bridesmaids are watching and every, the parents are watching. So you, you really have to kind of help start the day. And typically, you know, this, we will 
help lay out the dress. We will hang it. We'll lay out the rings. We'll style the bouquets to the best of our ability to kind of help, you know, photography and video a little bit. So when you come in, you're not like looking for a hanger, looking for the dress out the box. It's our job to make everybody else's job easy. Well, and you're maximizing. I, I really truly believe this. And we've, you know, we've had so many different conversations. We've done, you know, TV segments on this you know, how important, you know, coordinators and planners are to the day because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's not only the investment of just, you know, them keeping the day on track, but they're also maximizing the client's investment. They're maximizing their, you know, photo investment, their video investment, because, you know, there are so many times where, you know, if, you know, typically I feel like we generally, there is a planner, but sometimes there isn't somebody that is there, you know, for the getting mm-hmm. ready portion. And, you know, if there's not someone there, you know, you'd be surprised how many little things that pop up during the getting ready, yeah. um, you know, and then that sort of pulls, you know, the photo and video away from their job and sometimes mm-hmm. even like beauty because, you know, they're worried, you know, cause it's like if the, if the client or, you know, the bride or, or, if, you know, like bridesmaids or mom or whoever, like if they have some sort of concern, you know, it prevents everything else. Like, you know, like, oh, who knows, like yeah. you know, a button popped off or, right. you know, right. um, you know, just who, or somebody needs a bandaid or something. And they're like, I can't do True. this until I yeah. do this. And, and then you can't get that photo and it throws everything mm-hmm. behind. Plus the truth is that's not your job. That's the planner's job. That's the event producer's job. Our job is to, you know, prep, help everyone make their jobs easy so you should walk in to be honest to a room that's already cleaned out you know we were going and say oh this room is a mess and then we start making the bed we start hiding you know boxes usually it's a hot mess and we try to find an angle now you can grab the dress and move it but at least it's laid out and then you 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 say where are the rings right here we will put it in a corner. We have all the rings ready. We have the gar- things that are important because now we know the things that the bride has spent money on, which you may not know. Mm-hmm. And it's all laid out like this is her mom's something or this is something blue or something old. We will lay it out. And that way you're not looking for stuff because I don't think it's, you know, photographer's job to go looking for the shoes and looking for the rings. You know, it's just not, I don't think that's how it should be. So our job is to help support you. Um, so you can, because in the end, we want these photos too. Mm-hmm. Remember, we're going to be like, oh, do you have those photos? Well, what did you do to help get the best photos that you're asking for at this point? So we, you know, we're just, we're all about team and, you know, there's no ego, there's no pride. If we have to get on our knees and find something or fluff mm-hmm. a dress, we will because exactly. that is the job and that is what we signed up for. And we have to be that sense of support for every single person, for photography, videography, bands, catering, they come to us. So our phones are constantly ringing. Um, but again, we go in ready for that. Like we know that it's going to be crazy, you mm-hmm. know, exactly. pre-ceremony. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then things sort of, you know, not really mellow out, but it, you know, it's, it's just, it's a train that's moving. <laughs> it's Once we- going. Once we get them down the aisle, we have that first wave of like, like, okay, 
<laughs> and then we're like, okay, photos. So now mm-hmm. we have someone assisting with you guys because then you don't, you can't hold a camera and hold a photo list. So like, yeah, photo list as well. And there's always someone with you, going with you to help push the, you know, photography process. Because then if you have to wrangle the family members together, line them up, take the photos, that time frame is going to be extended and then it affects our timeline so again we work together as a team just to make sure the day's as seamless as it can be and our our partners not only our clients are not frustrated because Mm -hmm. you know the level of ease for the day is going to affect how you you know take on those eight to ten hours which is a long time a lot of times i'll grab your camera i'm like man this is heavy (laughs) how do you hold on to this all day so i get it so we would do anything that we can to help, you know, um, make- Yeah. And we, we, uh, we definitely appreciate that. And just to flip the script a little bit, what would you say that photographers could do to be the most helpful to coordinators prior yeah, to, and, you know, even during the wedding day? Yeah. I think the same thing too. I think where, where we lack the most sometimes is communication because mm-hmm. let's say, you know, the bride reached out to the photographer, some, you know, you guys- do a great job at communicating but some people don't and it's mm-hmm. almost like you cannot make just like I wouldn't make a photography decision without consulting you mm-hmm. I, I I don't expect someone else to make a decision on a wedding I've been planning for 16 12 months without telling me first yeah so when thing, I would talk so I think communication and and again when we drop all, all egos aside I don't care how long anybody's been in business or how many mm-hmm. celebrities you've shot in the end the focus right now is this particular client and yep. which means that you have to give respect to everybody involved. And again, I have nothing to ask from you guys because you guys do a fantastic job at like FYI, or do you have some time to go over this timeline? I'm a little bit concerned about, you know, the first look and the time frame. And then I will say, Oh, that makes total sense. Let's adjust it. But I think where, um, there might be an issue is where there's no communication at all. And yeah. it shows on on production day because and no one is on the same page. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then people are frustrated when, and then a the client is wondering like, what's wrong with my, 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 my dream team. It's, it's not blending. They yeah. can tell. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's Absolutely. it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, I, so many things with regard to, you know, not even just the event industry, just with business. Like it just, it boils down to communication and then, you know, obviously the preparation, um, you know, and that's one thing that we try to do throughout the process is, you know, to the extent possible is sort of like checking in, um, you know, because sometimes things happen, um, you know, the bus going the wrong direction and getting caught in traffic or, or whatever, and you can eat up so much time. And so, you know, even just like a quick check-in to, you know, let you know, like, Hey, we're, (laughs) we were on our way. Um, but you know, X, Y, and Z happened, you know, and then, you know, I lot, I know a lot of times you'll send like someone from your team out to like meet them and, Mm -hmm. you know, that helps them so that, you know, the last thing, you know, clients want to, to deal with is like getting off the button. They're like, Oh, where's, you know, Oh, uh, where, you know, where's my yeah. on? And you're like freaking out. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. we want to make sure that, you know, we're, we're, we're communicating effectively so that, you know, you, you or whoever are the professional that we're working with is 
also in, you know, a good light. Um, and that's something that I think that, you know, sometimes different, you know, industry people or, or even like newbie photographers may not know is that, you know, yes, you may have booked the client and yes, you may have had an awesome engagement session and maybe you went out for dinner and, you know, you've got this relationship, but you know, these other vendors also have a relationship with Excellent. the client, you know, from yeah. the, the band to the florist, you know, everyone that's involved. So you have to be respectful of that and making Absolutely. sure that, you know, if there's an issue, we're bringing it to, you know, keeping that internally, almost like, you know, with the family, like you're, mm. <laughs> you know, like you're dealing, like your family is having that conversation first, you know, before yeah. you're involving anybody else. I'm a firm believer of staying in your lane. So I really stay in my lane. Like I would not have a conversation about photography locations without having a conversation with you because I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have an idea, but then if they say, oh, I think I'm like, well, let's talk to, with the photographers mm -hmm. first and then we're going to get back to you. So I always, they talk about stationery. I'm like, well, let me talk with a stationery designer first and see what's possible or if that's even doable because there might be a permit issue that you know about that I may not know about. Like it just helps when we involve each other. Mm -hmm. The end result is just so much better and there's less confusion, less false ex you know, the worst is when you promise a couple something. And then of course the frogs are like, well, that we can't shoot there. Mm -hmm. can't <laughs> and then the, the couple is like, they're sad because I, I gave this promise I had no business given. So like mm -hmm. I stay in my lane nicely. And when it has something to do with someone else, I, I would say, let me check with them and then I'll get back to you. Um, and that's, you know, same thing, you know, with us too is, you know, we may have like a vision or they may send us, you know, like a photo. I mean, we've literally gotten like a bunch of photos the night before the wedding. Cause they're just like, Oh, you know, they were at the rehearsal dinner and they're excited and they have, you know, all these different ideas and they're like, Oh, I want to do have my whole family in front of, um, you know, in front of the stage. And, you know, I have this vision of the set and the other with seated standing. Mm -hmm. And if you're flipping the room, that <laughs> might not work, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's something that, you know, we usually like to have that conversation to be like, Hey, you know, um, you know, love that idea. And I think that would be really pretty, but know that there are some logistical concerns that we have. <laughs> have you spoken to your designer yet? Cause sometimes clients don't, don't think about that. You know, they're on their, you know, cloud nine, they're excited and happy as they should be, but they're not thinking about the production sometimes. And, you know, a lot of times, our job, we have to kind of shift from, you know, artistic to, you know, you know, also being an educator in a way to tell them like, Hey, you know, sort of explaining the situation and saying, you know, this may or may not be possible based upon, you know, these circumstances. Yeah. So yeah, totally agree. It's important to, to stay in your lane. Mm -hmm. Um, and so what, what would you say that you, a piece of advice that you would offer clients in regards to photography are there um you know because a lot of times you know couples like just there's so many different options now like what do you typically tell them do they um are they often sort of like just looking online um sort of mm. what is the process that you yeah for me i think honestly like from the initial before they even book me in the initial consult as we're chatting and hearing, once I get a sense of their personality and the type of wedding they want, I already have, 
already know what photographers are going to be good for them. Yeah. So in conversation, I'm like, don't worry, I've got you. I think this person is going to be perfect. I really do. I can nail down who I think would be good. Now, most of the time, 90% of the time, they listen to me. Mm-hmm. And 10% they don't. And then later on, they're like, oh, Akeshi, you were right. <laughs> because, you know, we've done, we do this so many times and this is our jobs. This is not, it's not a hobby. Like we we're really invested in this. And when I say that, I'm not saying that because, you know, I also want nice photos. I do, but then I want them to get the best um, story or translation of their love or their love story in their photo. So we know what's best for a client, believe it or not. And personality, um, I, type. personality, de- what they're really focused. Someone is very focused on details. If someone really focused on portraits, if someone is really, it depends on what it is, but sometimes from their personality, I can say, I think you guys are going to get along so well mm-hmm. with this person. And I, I truly refer based on that. And we will usually present them once we get to photography with two to three options. So it's never like, oh, book this person. Mm-hmm. We're always going to give them three or two good fits in that I know are great for them. And then they can say, I'm like, look through the portfolio and see, you know, which one like you love right away. And then we try to go that route. But if there's someone I know is going to be a really good fit, or a client, I would insist because I know for a fact they'll thank me later. Yeah. And, and that, that's our jobs. We have to be, you know, stern in certain things. We have to guide them the proper way because they don't know, you know. It's a lot of matchmaking, you know. And- that's it. 100% matchmaking. That's exactly right. And we have to, you know, it's not, in the end, I always say, like, you can spend all the money on food, you can spend all the money on stationery, like, and if it cannot be captured, we can't be on the wedding day. I have nothing to look at. <laughs> and that is you. So I would say I'd rather make room in the budget for something else and then alter a, a great photographer because in the end, that's it. That's, and that's, it has to be timeless. It has to be something that would last, you know, it can't, it's not something you should manage in my opinion, like if you spent 10 grand, 15 grand on a dress and we're back and forth on photography for under that, I'm like, our priorities are not right because how are we going to capture this beautiful dress that you just bought in this stationery that's foiled and beautiful paper and all this gorgeous stuff, but there's zero memories of it after. Um, So it's my first thing to book usually after I book a venue in a caterer Mm -hmm. because it's that important for me and so in terms of like collaborating um you know and uh, relationship building with you know like editorial shoots and that sort of thing what would you recommend to photographers that are are either new or you know maybe they are you know wanting to provide photos um to you post wedding like what do what are you really looking for in terms of um imagery in different categories do you yeah do you- um i mean what i do and i advise most people to do is to kind of give inspire your photographer prior to the event right so mm-hmm. i would typically tell you what i'm putting together 
but I'm, I'm like, oh, we're going to do this. Here's a inspiration. So then you walk in and inspire. So that's the first one. It's like, you have to inspire your create creative partners as well. It's like a style shoot. Like mm-hmm. you're going to get inspired from the decor ideas I have. You know, right. And then you're like, oh, I love that. That's beautiful. And then I'm like, okay, good one. The same track. So that's first. It's like, we have to inspire. But secondly, from the photographer side, I love that especially you guys do this really well is to just, because we're, let's say we spend all this time producing and I'm like itching at home. Like, God, when do I see something, you know, (laughs) anything, just one photo. And then I get like an email. I know you guys are tired, really exhausted, but then we get like a sneak peek, even if it's just five photos. Oh my goodness. It does the world of a world of good because we're like, oh my gosh, you know, cause it's kind of like, we want to see something. And well, and then the client, like they're, you know, you, they have this like beautiful design and they feel good and they're like, dang, my room look good. <laughs> right. And it's like, oh I man, if good. this is I just a good. sneak peek, I cannot wait. And it also helps like to ease anxiety of that annoying email that you might get saying like, I'm just wondering when I'm going to get my photos. Mm-hmm. Just wondering, but when we get a nice chunk of stuff and then what it does for me too, is I can, you know, maybe we share it or we'll send it to like a publication and say, I couldn't wait. This is just a sneak peek. We don't have the photos yet. Would you guys be interested? So it even increases our chances of getting that, you know, that event being seen. If we already have a relationship with someone, for example, I would more than likely send it to them and say, just got these sneak peeks. Are you guys in? And then a lot of times it's a, we love it. We can't wait to get the full images, but we love it. We want to feature it. So there are so many different advantages. So that's kind of like, I feel where people are like, I've been waiting for six, you know, I've been waiting for six weeks. I've been waiting for, you know, three yeah, the whole- I haven't seen one photo. It gets frustrating on the other end because it's like, we also put in the work and we just want to see well, something. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's, and it's definitely twofold because, you know, it's funny because it's like everybody has their own like industry gripes and you know we hear the photographers that are like oh gosh you know it just drives me nuts when you know people are coming in and they're you know they have their own photo team taking pictures of decor and Mm -hmm. you know I see both sides of that because you know like for for us you know it's a challenge if you know the more decor the more production the more things that can take longer and sort of extend the period of time or or actually reduce the amount of time that you have to document that decor because you're waiting on to get set up mm-hmm. um and then if you're dodging like you know you know the whole the whole scenario of, of waiting on the room to be set and then you know catering they have their job to do they're set up setting things and you have lighting they're adjusting all everything and then you have the band that's going back and forth and testing one two three and mm-hmm. then you know finally the room set and there's some intern taking pictures of the tour setting and you're like really mm-hmm. but with that said you know, also you have all this design work that you're putting into this wedding and the decor Mm -hmm. and there's so, so many different elements. And then, you know, if you're waiting for that full post-production, you know, turnaround, then, you know, you've, you've sort of like lost some of that buzz. Granted, you can use them for later for, you know, and all of that. And, you know, um, so like, I, I get it. Like it's, it's important. And I feel like, you in particular, you have that relationship with your couples that, you know, a lot of them, like 
they love their decor. They are super excited about their vendors and they want their wedding to be published. And so, and they're happy to share images. So, you know, from a photographer's perspective, when we already know, you know, like that we've gotten permission from the couple and they are totally good with us sharing pictures with, you know, the planner or the designer, that's one quick way to ensure that photos can be passed along, you know, because, you know, and then there are some families that, you know, or couples that are kind of private and they, and they don't want their images shown. And so, you know, that sometimes is a challenge too. having to, you know, I mean, if we, we have that relationship, then, you know, obviously sometimes we already know um, yeah. that maybe they want to at least like peek through like what you're planning on sharing. Um, then you have others that are just like, nope, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. can't use That's my photos. Good. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, it's so many layers, but I think from experience and I think just, um, going in from a place of, um, I guess, you know, level I or whatever you want to call it, it just makes the process because people react based on how you treat them, right? So you're only going to get what you give. Um, So I go in with like, you know, and then I'm like, how can I make your, because you can tell when someone is having a hard day because sometimes Mm -hmm. you'd be like, is everything okay? Because you, you know, you know, my facial expressions and I'm like, yeah. It's just a little crazy, but we're mm-hmm. getting there. Exactly. Uh, you know, so I think just also being com- dealing with things from a place of compassion, understanding that you are also running around for 10 hours, making sure you capture everything, not just for the clients, but to make sure the cake person is happy and the, the, flower, the floral design is happy and the invitation is happy, the makeup artist is happy. And the, you know what I mean? It's so, so yeah. you have to look at it that way. So I try to see things from the point of view of the person that's working and just talk to them and approach them you know you know if it's something as simple as hey can I grab you a cup of coffee um can go a long way or can I get you some water sometimes people just want water seriously (laughs) like so when you do that of course you're gonna get some images later because you were nice to them exactly you have any snacks (laughs) any (laughs) um Okay. And so, you know, I, I really respect the fact that, you know, not only are you a planner, you're a designer and you're also an educator. Do you feel that, you know, the the fact that you are, are coaching other professionals, do you feel like that lends anything to, you know, sort of how do you envision design? I'm just curious, sort of the overlap between the two because I feel like you know oftentimes when you're educating you're you're always learning as well do you feel Mm -hmm. like it just gives me clarity sometimes I hear um like I have my perspective but then from coaching I'll hear what people really think Mm -hmm. or how they see things I'm like "Uh oh no no let's (laughs) not do that so I'm always like waiting to hear their side and then sometimes um, again, coming from a place of compassion where I may have mastered a certain thing, but they don't know how to. So mm-hmm. I feel like on the education side, it's my job to help a little bit to, you know, as much as I can to help them see a different side. Cause we've talked about photography in one of our coaching sessions, for example, in my membership, and it was coming from the planner side. It was never from the photographer side. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, let me give you some scenarios. And then they were able to see it from another side. And I think that changes that. I, I bet the next photographer they work with is going to be like, wow, 
thank you for being compassionate or being kind to us because we're also working hard. You know, it's not, this is not a one person thing when we work. Um, but it also, again, just helps me see that I don't, um, I may see things differently from the way other people do. And it's my job to help them get to a reasonable place, you know, like to see reason and do things the proper way. So I, I love that side of the business because, you know, it's like we do things, you know, one way in my business, but I realize that everybody does it that way or sees it that way. So it helps me kind of like, huh, this is the problem out there. So how can we fix it? Well, I think too, like, you know, the fact that, you know, you are creating so much, you also have, I feel like you also have a photographer's eye (laughs) because you're thinking, you know, at the end of the day, how things are sort going to sort of read in the lens where, Mm -hmm. you know, you are maximizing height, you know, with regard to design and for sure. I mean, scale is, is important because I would say you have to give photographers something good to shoot. Like if you're, if you say you're a designer, you have to know how to scale a room. You have to know how to lay out a room. You have to know how to place things strategically. So the shot from the dance floor, for example, is amazing. Even if table 50 is not, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So you, again, we, we all have to help each other. And then of course, on the photography side, you're going to shoot in a way where it's like, holy cow, was this the same one I just attended? But we, (laughs) we all, it's just what I'm saying. We work together as a team and say, listen, I like, do not shoot past table 40 yeah you know and then you're like we got you so by working together as a team i'm telling you life gets easier um the beauty is better because we're we're working together we're guiding each other and you know sometimes someone say oh i think one candle is you know not lit i'm like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. and you know so like we like that so just that one level of help helps with the overall photo but if our approach is mean and not friendly, they're just going to shoot it and give it to you. Like, mm-hmm. here you, go. you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. well, you know, and I appreciate the, the conversation, you know, I mean, you know, there are, there are divas and devos out there that, you know, don't mm-hmm. tell me how to do my job. Uh, but I, I personally appreciate it when you'll say, Hey, there's this really cool installation in this spot or, um, you know, Hey, I, you know, this was designed this way. I think it right. was and just kind of pointing things out because, you know, it's, it's easy, you know, to, to sort of get dis- dis- I guess distracted is probably the right word. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're bouncing around from location to location and then you're like stopping for a second and you're like, okay what am I doing right now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, just have like right. a- you know, when you say that, I think about some, like one thing that I always do is well, like the, the escort cards, you know, it's ready for like a few minutes before they pounce on it. <laughs> so a lot of times we would say, Hey, you have five minutes to go shoot and somebody will grab a camera and go get it. You know, cause once they start grabbing the cards, it's done. But the bride wanted the picture of the whole thing. So that's where working together as a team, cause you're not going to know, where the place card table is mm-hmm. or when it's ready, mm-hmm. we as a team would say that's ready to go. And, you know, you guys are like, thank you so much for letting me know. You're going to go shoot that. Or let's always say, love it. Like, yeah. You know I mean? yeah. It's like, Pull me aside. That's, that's yeah. totally fine. And in the uh, end, we all, we want those photos too. So it's not. We want those photos. Like, they want those photos. photos. <laughs> so know? help us help you help us and vice versa. So, 
it, it only helps if we kind of put our egos aside and work together. That's all. That's Absolutely. I mean. yeah. And how do you feel about styled shoots and how those um, sort of influence how you approach weddings? Because, you know, I know we've had this conversation before, um, but I think, you know, sometimes, you know, you'll have people that say like, oh, you know, what's the point of, of doing a styled shoot? Would, what, what's your thought on that in terms of, you know, like what clients could potentially. Yeah. Oh, I, I love style shoots. I think style shoots, um, I tend to push my creative, whatever you want to call it a little bit like with a style shoot, because one, there's no client saying, asking for something specific. This is total freedom to be as creative, creative as I can be and to push the envelope a little bit. So for me, a style shoot says, this is, this is me. This is literally me without pressure, without, you know, um, someone else giving me direction necessarily. Mm-hmm. And it's a way for me to show the world what I'm capable of doing. So all, you know, I always say like, you may not book everything in a style shoot, but you're going to be inspired by at least one element in it. So that's a way for me to do things that I typically don't do something fresh, something new. And then it's a way to set the trend. So mm-hmm. I try, you know, I, I would do at least one style shoot a year because I want to do something new and fresh and um really like a lot of times that becomes what people are pinning or stealing or reposting or whatever mm-hmm. um but at least i i've set that trend so i believe in being an innovator and a trendsetter and not copying what's out there so that's how i approach style shoots but they, it's also more importantly than anything else a way to build relationships mm-hmm. um you know i value relationships more than anything in this business because you're nothing without you're just nothing without the relationships of people around you even as a creative as a planner a designer who am i without a photographer who am i without stationary designer who am i without rentals i would just be sitting with my flowers in my hand so they absolute same with us you know we need something to photograph exactly. you know it's like it, it goes hand in hand so For me, style shoots are a way to just even see how we work, you know, or see what makes us tick or Mm -hmm. see what frustrates you. So I'm, I'm aware of that. And like, you know, sometimes as designers, sometimes we're very busy and some people want to chit chat and I'm like, I would love to talk to you right now, but I have like a whole wedding to set up. So sometimes you learn from a style shoot, like just let her be when she's working, just let her be. And then. She's all yours when it's over. So I think it's a learn, like we have, there's so many advantages, but I think on the creative side as a professional and growing your business and your brand, if you're not doing style shoots, you're doing yourself a huge disservice um, because you're not allowing yourself to grow. You're not allowing yourself to explore. You're not allowing yourself to build new relationships. And we create content, you know? So without content- Without style shoots, we're just stuck with the wedding. So I control my my outcome with a style shoot and I can go as crazy as I want to. And I typically do because I'm like, hey, I'm free. I can do whatever I want. And then you inspire people from the style shoot. So it is 
absolutely necessary for anyone in the creative business to definitely create the content you you want your audience or your clients to be attracted to so that's my goal with style shoots it's like for me to get a certain client i'm going to create the content first and then they're going to see that before they book me so that's my approach that makes complete sense and you know in terms of sort of the the creative process for the styled shoots do you um like in terms of photography like if you if you're working with someone that you haven't worked before do you generally feel like you need some sort of template of like hey these are the things i want to cover or um do you like is it something that you feel more comfortable sort of just collaborating on like in the you know sort of during the shoot because i know i've heard from some you know no um a lot of times I like to communicate prior to, cause I think event days really or shoot days, the mm-hmm. worst time to really get yes. like a, a straight answer. Or, I mean, everybody's trying to produce at that point. So again, going back to relationships and like building that prior to, um, and just sharing a bouncing idea. Sometimes, you know, when we kind of sit and like, we'll go and let's say we look at dresses, I will get inspired by fabric. Mm-hmm. from a, you know just picking out dresses together and say oh I have an idea I can do this linen or I can do this chair cover or I can do this mini this just inspired me then I share the the dress idea with the station designer then they're like oh I can do this menu design so by being involved collectively in the beginning the outcome is so much more so much better because I can design the table. Don't get me wrong. I can design yeah. the decor and be beautiful, but is it cohesive and is there a vibe? Um, so for me, us getting together, like we would sit and have multiple, you know, we'll have cocktails and drinks and talk yep. through ideas and I would share stuff or we can do a group text, but there's gotta be some sort of an, a collective or a group agreement before production. Because then again, we're telling a story and these pieces have to make sense. They have to align when we're telling the story and it's not going to happen if we don't communicate prior to. And that's good to know. And, um, you know, we're going to be doing a little follow-up piece on the same sort of situation because I know that, you know, people have an idea, vendors may have an idea like, oh, you know, I really want to do a styled shoot and, you know, it's not really like plug and play. You know, you may have an idea like, oh, you know, I'll have a venue or this or that. And, you know, maybe you have it, you both have like different visions for, you know, how things would be styled. So I agree with you hundred percent that, you know, number one, making sure that, you know, it's beneficial for everyone, you know, cause a lot of people are, are, you know, utilizing their, their talent, their resources, you know, and you want to make sure that at the end of the day that everyone is happy with that final product because, you know, yeah. we're all using that to, to leverage our brands, you know, and, and showcase our talent and, you know, sort of cut our teeth and, you know, be able to bring something to our clients that is creative, that is fresh. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it makes complete sense to have those conversations before. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you, you know, ever- mm-hmm. Have you ever, sorry, I need to catch you off. Um, have you ever been approached with a shoot that you thought that just you weren't a good fit for and just knew that? Yes. Um, yes. And my no would come from several things. One, just a general way it was brought to me, right? Um, if you come to me as a potential partner, I will consider it. Um, 
but two, if I've re- like, if let's say I have a project already coming up and as much as it sounds great, I just can't commit to two because as a designer, we have to, I have to hire my team. I have to pay my team. I have to pay for flowers. I have to pay a bunch of rent. Like, you know, there's a, a cost. So mm-hmm. if it's not fine, you know, if I feel like that budget has been filled for the year, I would probably turn it down. Um, sometimes it's tempting to do two, but I try because I don't want to have multiple and multiple shoots. You know, I want to create something super unique that's going to last about a year, you know, and that was the, the shoot for the year. So, mm-hmm. um, but if it's not a good fit in terms of, you know, I look at who's involved, I look at the way the shoot is being presented and what's been put together so far because mm-hmm. I, I like to be organized and I like to, I want high quality and I want things that truly represent the brand that I built and the brand that I'm selling. And if it doesn't align, I would turn, I would turn it down respectfully, but I would turn it down. And that makes total sense. And, you know, we've had this conversation before about just making sure that your, you know, your heart is in it mm-hmm. because, you know, you never want to go into something with, you know, bad energy or a bad attitude or just like, oh, I'm doing this person a favor, you right. know, like they may be like glad that they got the yes, but then, you know, if you're not coming in and, and delivering or if it's just, you know, not cohesive, mm-hmm. then, you know, what is the point? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, and, and same with us where, you know, we've been approached for, you know, a shoot that either we just simply did not have time for, or if, you know, sometimes it's just not, you know, just really isn't a a style that, you know, we necessarily feel like our brand aligns with. And so, you know, I always appreciate that, you know, sort of honesty too. Um, you know, just having that conversation, I would rather, you know, if, if we had a project that, you know, we were pitching and, you know, someone's not into it or they feel like, it's just not something they can really wrap their mind around, you know, I'd rather than just tell me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and um, sort of wasting any time. So, no, that makes complete sense. And then in terms of, you know, sort of like brand building with sort of the, you know, the, the, through the lens of like the art of collaboration, you know, what, what would you say that you would recommend to somebody that is, you know, trying to, to start out or, or maybe, you know, they're wanting to collaborate with a designer, you know, would you, you know, are there any sort of prerequisites, you know, if you will, to considering, you know, someone, um, I'm just wondering how, what sort of guidance you would give to, you know, someone new, like if it was a designer wanting to, to, you know, expand their portfolio or photographer. I'm, I'm very big on collaborating with the people that would help you grow. But I think too, this is a uh, 50, 50 relationship. So you have to bring something to the table, something to the table too, which means that if you're new, you have to step your game up. So as much as you want someone to partner with you, they, they, everyone is looking for new content and they're looking for great collaborations, but you want to present your ideas as, you know, have some sort of a visual. If you're new and you send like a beautiful two-page vision board, for example, with content that is 
of you know the quality that these people you're collaborating with are usually would usually work with they're more than likely would be inspired by it Mm -hmm. but if you're just reaching out no portfolio to back you up no homework has been done like you haven't done any legwork at all um it's unrealistic to expect everyone to say sure let me shoot for you let Mm -hmm. let me give you my gowns let me so i think it's the approach so i say if you're newer because right now i can reach out and say here's my website here's my instagram Mm -hmm. here's some press that i've had Mm -hmm. but to get there if you're newer i would say step take it you know step back do the homework put a beautiful presentation together practice 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 so you're able to deliver what you're promising. And if you have to reach out to someone to help you, guide you and coach you through that, that's totally fine. Or partner with someone that can help you deliver because in the end you have to deliver because if everyone shows up and they've given you these gorgeous gowns, amazing photography, beautiful, you know, photographers there and the, what you've put together is not up to par. That's disappointing. And that burns that relationship. So you know, I feel like as planners and designers, we have to kind of do our homework and we have to be realistic too as to when it's, a, when is a good time to do a style shoot? You know, so if I say I just launched my business this month, maybe I don't do a style shoot tomorrow because I don't know what I'm doing just yet. So, you know, I don't want to waste people's time just because I'm trying to practice. So I would spend time practicing my craft, educating myself, getting better at my craft. And when I feel like I have something to show the world, I will do a style shoot. That's great, great advice. And, you know, if anyone is, you know, sort of the like icon of, of doing the work, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're a shining example of that. Um, oh, I appreciate I mean, you've, you've inspired me. Um, you know, I have had so many ideas, like, you know, Akashi says she's doing something and she, do, she does it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's a, a song on the insecure soundtrack that I really love, um, self-motivated and I love the lyrics. Like I don't need a reason. And so mm-hmm. that's sort of been my anthem this year of just, mm-hmm. you know, love it. doing, you know, you don't need, you don't need applause. Like you just, you know, Hey, this is what I want to do. You know, this is what I want to achieve and I'm going to do the work. So, mm-hmm. um, I just thank you so much for being an inspiration, you know, not only thank thank you for doing the same for me. And I appreciate the friendship and the support and on the love, Um, you know, it's, it it helps, you know, for especially creatives, like mostly we're in, we're introverts, just wondering if we're doing the right thing or we're wondering who to, who to say hello to first and if Mm -hmm. they'll be friendly back and, you, you guys have been so open, have welcomed me with open arms and have, you know, being great partners and friends and we just love you. So thank you. Can't wait until we can actually see each other. I know. (laughs) Soon. Eventually. Eventually. I literally cannot wait. Yeah. So a couple of questions, non-industry related. Okay. Are you a coffee or tea person? Coffee. Okay. All right. My girl. And um, who was your high school crush, um, celebrity, famous person or, or otherwise? Oh my gosh. Brad Pitt. Wasn't that everyone else's? Wow. <laughs> no, I had a, I had a list. So oh, Brad Pitt. <laughs> like I used to be with Brad Pitt. I was like, I was so certain I was going to marry him. And then I feel like when I saw Meet Joe Black, I don't remember how old I was. I was like, oh my God, what a hottie. But it's been Brad Pitt for as long as I can remember. That's been my only like, and then 
somewhere in the middle was Jude, Jude Law. And okay. Not okay. anymore. I don't know, it was a British accent, but Brad Pitt, that was everyone's crush, I think. Oh, so is that why you like the holiday? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. One of the reasons I watch the holiday every two days. But It makes all <laughs> make sense now. Oh, yeah, I was obsessed with Jude Law for a minute. But Brad Pitt has always had, like, my heart from a very young age. Now he's old, but he's still cute. But Okay. Okay. That's good to to know. This is all, it's a very enlightening conversation. (laughs) Well, thank you again. Um, Can, where can people find you? You can find me. I spend majority of my time on Instagram at Cash Events. So, or my educational platform is at the Cash Experience. My personal Instagram is at Akashia Kinchea, but I hang out mostly on um, the Cash Events page. And of course, the website is kashevents.com. So, but it's all connected. So you can find me either way, but I'm everywhere. You can find me anywhere. All right. Well, thank you so much. And you have a good rest of your day. Thanks so much for having me. This was so fun. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Akeshi Akenshea. She has been such an inspiration to me and is a shining example of going after what you want professionally and beyond. If you would like to learn more about her company, please be sure to check her out on the gram at Kesh Events. And if you love this episode, please subscribe and feel free to tag us both at Kesh Events and Carrasco Photo. We'd love to hear if you'll be applying anything you learned today, whether you were a planner, florist, photographer, or event professional. We are always learning and growing in our industry. And we appreciate you taking the time to listen to the Impossible Things Before Breakfast podcast. Keep reaching for the impossible. Until next time.